everyone. Welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm your host, Allison Schaefer, diving into day four, a day late and a dollar short, if you've ever heard that saying. I apologize, ran into a snafu yesterday, but it is all good. So we're going to be talking about cartels and how they traffic or smuggle the drugs into the country. It could be the United States or other countries. First, though, I have to share this because this blew my mind. The movie Cocaine Bear. I haven't seen it yet, but I had no idea that it actually was based on a true story. So Cocaine Bear was based on a true story. I'm just going to give you a skeleton view of the whole story. This was back in 1985. Andrew Thornton II, he was trying to get drugs. He was flying drugs, hundreds of kilos from Colombia to the United States. And he felt like someone was tracking his flight. He was going to get caught. So he came up with this idea to parachute. And um, he was going to dump his plane. And he ended up taking 75 pounds of cocaine, thousands of dollars, and handgun to, um, oh, on his parachute. But before he did that, he dumped a bunch of cocaine in the Georgia forest. But here goes Mr. Andrew Thornton. He jumps and he parachutes, and lo and behold, his parachute malfunctions. The load is too heavy. So they do end up finding Andrew, but in the meantime, they also found all the cocaine, and guess who ate it? Mr. Bear. So all the cocaine that he dumped out of the plane ended up. Um, I don't know why he would do that. I got to read that story again. You know, it's like dumping all of that out. That's fine. But and then he parachutes and then the plane probably crashes. So that's kind of weird. I got to read the rest of the story on that little ditty. But it was interesting because that poor bear ended up um, consuming the cocaine. So I, I'm going to watch that movie, you guys, and then I'll have to report back to you. So back to our original topic. We're going to talk about different ways that um, the cartel... Um, smuggle or traffic drugs into countries. So, and I'm pretty sure people know, have kind of a little bit of an idea. Um, and back in 1914, when the drug wars started, it was basic. People weren't really honed in. I should say law enforcement. They weren't really honed in on everything. So um, it was easier back then to traffic. So we're going to zip up to the golden age of drug trafficking. So that is going to be the late 70s and early 80s. And the main drug was cocaine. And they were trying to get it from South America to USA because it was so profitable. And it was also the era of the cocaine cowboys. So how they were doing it back then is boats, planes, stomach and rectum. So the boats and planes, um, there was a lot of cocaine cowboys, if you want to call it. They would get pulled over, so they would get stopped, but there was a lot that got through. So the stomach and the rectum, I know I referred to this before, which is absolutely horrifying. Um, so the stomach, what they do is they, small, they swallow balloons of cocaine, small balloons of cocaine, and then when they get to their um, destination, they throw up the cocaine. But uh, um, 
I don't know how many times the cocaine bust in the person's stomach and they end up um, dying because you're, you can't, you cannot handle that much cocaine. And you remember, hopefully, people know cocaine, how it speeds up your heart. Well, this speeds up your heart just infinitely and you're done, dead, gone. Okay, and then the rectum, that's self-explanatory. The other thing that they did, this was crazy, is um, fruit. They would put it in watermelon, um, mangoes, bananas. So they started being creative. So that was our golden age. And what they did is um, to have people bring it across in the stomach. Um, people who were mostly impoverished, they're the ones that volunteered knowing that they could possibly die. But they needed money, you guys. They needed money. So they chose to be a mule and bring the cocaine across. Or they were, were um, coerced or violently um, threatened, actually physically threatened, by the cartel to bring the drugs across. Then in the 90s, um, there were narco-submarines. I did not know this. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? So instead of on top of water, they had to be creative, and they went underwater because once the um, DEA finds out how they're transferring it and how they're smuggling or uh, trafficking it, then they snap, they clamp down hard on that, so they have to be creative. So then they have the narco submarines. And at one point, holy crap, you guys, um, there was 7.7 tons on a narco submarine. Think about this. The cartels have endless amounts of money. They have endless amounts of money. So they built their own submarines and then put them in the water. Um... So then, let's see, I'm going to back up. No, I'm not going to back up. I'm going to keep going forward with um, the 90s. Oh, okay. During that time also, when the DEA started finding out about the submarines, the um, cartels started building tunnels. They called them narco tunnels. And they were like thousands of feet long. I think a thousand, I shouldn't say thousands, but a thousand feet long was the longest one. And there'd be railroad tracks in there, you guys. So there would be lights and everything, and um, they would transfer the drugs and go via tunnel. Now, a little extra added bonus. You remember El Chapo? Um, Mr. El Chapo ended up escaping from maximum security via a narco tunnel. So what happened, they drilled through his um, prison cell and they got him out. They had a motorcycle for him and he took off down that tunnel. But he did get caught later, obviously. You know that. So um, the usual ways to smuggle are the port of entries, you know, um, in the cars, in the trucks, and creative and I think I alluded that to that before where they put them in door panels so there was one last thing I was going to tell you about um, they actually had track cars created which I thought this was interesting so underneath the back seat they would store all the cocaine and then they in the middle console the front seat they had a switch built 
so that um, they could open up the console, open up the, or flip the switch. The back seat goes up, and lo and behold, there's all the cocaine. Boy, so many other ways, you guys. One, I was just reading my notes. Hair extensions, I'm like, holy crap. I'm going to close out with this and talking about our cartels. Um, they aren't ours. We don't want those cartels. Um, they're very, very um, ingenious in the ways that they bring drugs into any country. They have an enormous amount of money. They bribe police, law enforcement. I don't know if they bribe DEA or CIA or anything like that, but they also can bribe presidents. So I'm just putting that in there because they do have that money and it is the almighty dollar that people get swayed and they have greed and then they lose focus on their morals and their values. All right, last thing, because Vice said this, the Vice News, I thought this was interesting. The young lad who was presenting, he said it's interesting because governments think that they can stop the drug war or stop drugs by making them illegal. I want you to think about that. Um, they're illegal, but they're still rampant, if not worse, right now. Think about that. I feel like when you make things illegal, I'm going to throw guns in there. It makes it more like curiosity, like what's going on? Um, it doesn't work. I don't think it works. I know I've talked with my students about this, and it's like, hey, what if we just made drugs legal? And it would calm down, and hopefully people would, like, back off and um, not be so curious and for that high, etc. and it wouldn't be such a problem. Just food for thought. Food for thought, loves. That's it. All right. Thank you so much for hopping on. And if it, if this is the first time you've hopped on, go ahead, hit follow, and you'll get a notification for when the next episode comes out. And please take care of yourself. One life, one time, and always keep on learning because you do know learning is the essence of life. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace out. Peace out.